Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. beside you, if, if you believe this is true, or if you believe they sat by the right one this morning, tell them, you say, say you sat by the right one today, amen, let them know it, tell them you sat by the right one this morning, man, love it, love it, love it, so good to see you guys, man, it's just incredible, it's just cool to see what God's doing here, and I'm thankful he sent you to be a part of it today, and uh, just see a lot of familiar faces, maybe maybe some faces for the first time. And we're just excited that God has sent you. It may be the first time in-house. You could be joining us today online. It's your first time worshiping at Faith Renewed. I just want to let you know, we're just a big family. Amen? Amen. And we love you, and we're glad you're here. And that's a family. I just want to tell you that. So, Faith family, let our first-time guests know you love them, please. Yeah. Hey, Awesome. Please make yourself at home, and uh, we'd love to just get to know you better and help you learn more about what we're about. And so... One of the things we're about is God's Word. And so if you brought your Bible this morning, you can do this. Grab it and go with me to 2 Timothy chapter 3. Amen? 2 Timothy chapter 3. And uh, we love it, and uh, we believe it's true, and we go to it weekly here. And uh, if you use the Version Bible app, if you use that, raise your hand real quick. Just a real quick survey. If you use the Version Bible app, wow, that's awesome. Hey Amen. What a great resource. Uh, if you use the YouVersion Bible app, you can actually use it during this message, and you can click on more than events and follow right along with me as I share today these messages. And so I always encourage you to save it or share it because it does, in about six days, make room for the next one. So but if you save that, it'll be in your uh, archived folder there. But 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. If you've got it, say, I got it. Well, let's read it. All Scripture, somebody say all Scripture, all All of it, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God or the woman of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. This is a cool passage. I want want us to pray and we'll we'll spend some time in it. God, thank you today for your word. And Lord, we just trust it. believe it's true, Lord. And we just thank you today for your faithfulness to us, Lord. When we were not faithful, you still were. And God, I just thank you today, Lord, for what you're doing in this room, Lord. And I just pray, God, that every heart today is open. Every spirit is, is ready to hear and receive your word today, God, as we step into it today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Tell your neighbor, just look at them and smile when you say it. Say, ask them the question, why? Why? All right? <laughs> why? You know, just, uh, yeah, uh, why? You know, we're, we're doing this right here. We're actually in a series simply called that, one word, why. And uh, we're answering questions, and we're uh, spending time in the Word of God together, and we're looking at basically, again, why are we here? Why does this church exist? What are we about? We, we're learning more about faith or new through this. Uh, we're learning more about ourselves through this. And I believe more important than anything else, we're learning more about God through this time. And so today, I, I want to do this. We're going to look at why the Bible. All right. You know, why the Bible? The, the B-I-B-L-E. 
Come on, that's the book for me. Some of y'all was in kids' church, amen? Some of y'all grew up on it, man. I stand upon the Word of God, the B-I-B-L-E, amen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of y'all are like, man, I missed that one, all right? YouTube it, all right? And have fun riding home on YouTube with that one, amen? But it's the Bible. And, uh, and when you say the Bible, what, what does that mean? And so for us, that's, that's something we go to. I say it weekly here. Open up your Bible. Grab your Bible. Turn with me if you would. Because, man, we believe the Bible is true. And uh, we actually believe this. Some may not. We, we believe we can live out the Bible. And uh, by God's grace, by the help of the Holy Spirit, we can open it up, learn it, and then go do what it says. And so today we're going to answer this and look at why is faith in you? Why, why is it that book that we go to every week? And so I, I love it. And, and this was something that I found, and it just amazes me. Every time I read it, this is, this is amazing to me that the Bible was written over a 1,500-year period, over 40 generations, over 40 authors in different places at different times, in different seasons of life, in three different continents, in three different languages. And yet all of those things point back to one person, the person of Jesus Christ. Amen. And what we're seeing is, as time goes along, we're seeing more proven true about the Bible. And we're seeing more of what God has said. Science has proven it. Archaeological, archaeological, big word, archaeological, about speaking tongues right here. Archaeological, archaeological uh, finds is showing that, man, the Bible is true. And so I, I love it. It's, it's incredible. And it's only God that could do this. Um, we Played the game when we were kids. Uh, I think telephone, and that was called when you start on one end and you you make a statement of Pastor. Look, look, I tell you something, and then by the time it gets down to the end of just one row, what was said in the beginning had then got shifted. All right, and just that quick, fifteen hundred years. All of the time, all of the places, the seasons of life consistently point back to one person and history is proving it to be true. What we're discovering, it is real and it's amazing. It is the most sold book in the world. Over five, over 5 billion copies, I believe, is what my latest discovery was of how many copies now have been sold of the Bible. Now, I, I don't believe there's been 5 billion copies of the Bible read. <laughs> you know, just, I'm just not throwing nothing. I ain't throwing no stone. But I don't believe 5 billion copies have been read. Our world would look different today. Come on, amen. It would look different today. It would be different today if that many have been read. But it is sold and it is powerful. And I love the Bible. Lou, Lou Engle, I mean, one of the great revivalists of our time, known for powerful prayer, known for a heart that's being committed and sold out to revival and to an outpouring of God's spirit and presence in our modern time. He made a statement that man may, some people may think, be different from what he is used to saying, but I love it. He said, this at Azusa now, which was a time where they come back to celebrate an outpouring of God's spirit in a previous generation. And I love it. He said this, he says, if we don't do the Bible, we don't get revival. 
Amen. So this guy, I mean, is passionate. If we don't do the Bible, we don't get revival. And so revival comes for the church when we do the Word of God. When we do what the Bible says, revival doesn't come in a conference. Revival doesn't come in a song. It doesn't come in a service. It comes when all of us collectively dig into this Word, do what the Bible says. Now, again, all of those things I mentioned are incredible things. Awesome stuff. I and mean, I believe it, man. I'm all for it. But we cannot, and revival will never be sustained if those who didn't get that spark in their life of revival at one of those places, if they did not stay in the Word of God. And so, again, this is what we must dig into. So this is for us. This is our statement of faith All right, when it comes to Scripture. I told you early on, I want to read as much of this and our statement of faith during this series as I possibly can. And you can do this. You can go to faithrenew.org, learn all about us, what we believe, why we believe it there. But you can also sign up for a faith track, somebody. Amen. Faith track, a great place to learn about faith or new. But this is what we believe when it comes to Scripture. This is our statement of faith. It's in your notes on you version there. I included that for you. It says that we believe the Bible. We believe that the Bible, Old and New Testament, is the inspired and infallible Word of God. So when we say Bible, that's what we're talking about. The Word of God holds the words to eternal life and the keys of the kingdom of God. It shows us God's principles and standards for living, and it is spiritual food that sustains us in all our circumstances. When we say the Bible, that's what we're talking about. So today, the first thing I want to do is break down that statement of faith into four areas, and you can follow along. Is, is this why we believe the Bible? Number one is this, because the Bible is the inspired and infallible Word of God. I mean, like th- that's what we believe. So we don't believe this. We don't believe that the Bible just contains the Word of God. It is the Word of God. I mean, it does it just like mixed in amongst other thoughts amongst other things, amongst little stories that are cool or whatever. No, no, it is the word of God. It was what God said. We trust that. Every part of it, Genesis, Revelation, in the middle, all of it. Second Peter 1.21 says this, that for prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. And so we trust this, that man, again, what he said is true. So if the whole Bible is true, then I don't get to pick and choose. Come on. I don't get to pick and choose which part I want to live by. If all of it's his. Now, I know there's some, man, that make you feel better. All right, it's just, that's, and that's true. There's some verses we pull out, we put on the refrigerator, amen? Those are good, we print them out. There's some we don't want to be reminded of, but, you know, but man, this is what's true. The Bible, all of it is his word. And if it is his word, it is there to help us. I mean, and we were singing about, man, the, the shout to the Lord, man, the promises of God. I mean, I was like, man, nothing compares to the promises of God. Some of you got happy because you know what some of the promises of God are. Some of you are wondering, like, why are they shouting so much? Why are they singing that so much? Because, listen, there are promises of God's Word that we learn and see, and those promises are for us. And so this is what we believe about it. It's inspired and infallible. And so inspired means this. It's not like Chicago singing 
You're the meaning in my life, Pastor Bill. You're the inspiration. Amen, bro. You're the inspiration. No, no, I'm not talking about man just, no, no, not an inspiration. When I say inspiration, we believe this, that God is the definitive author. It's not men out here who wrote, you know, some things they were thinking. Man, but again, they were moved by the Holy Spirit of God. He, he, again, he used them. It was men that wrote it. But we believe God is the one who directed the pen. We believe the Holy Spirit is the one who led those things. And so, again, it was inspired by God. Not just like, I think I'm going to talk about God some. No, this is what we believe he said. And we believe this. We believe this is what he's saying to us today. And so again, we believe it's inspired. It's infallible. Infallible means this even by definition. I like the definition of it. It's incapable of making mistake or being wrong. It's, it's not possible. It's incapable of making mistakes or being wrong. It's never failing. Always effective. Man, I'm just like, just the definition. I'm like, man, that makes me want to read the Bible right there because, man, we can see it. Again, this is, he's never capable of making a mistake. It's his word and it's true. And I, I love this. Matthew 24, Jesus got up. He made a statement and he declared this. He said, man, heaven and earth will pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. And so this means this, Jesus is going to preserve his word. There, there are cults and there are, there are groups out there who want to try to question that. And so they, they try to bring doubt into your mind. They twist things and, and they'll pull things around and they don't even know what they're saying and they'll make statements. And, and, and it's amazing. there are a lot of, a lot of cults out there who have taken this approach and they'll say things like, man, the Bible has, is, is not fully accurate. We can't fully trust it. It's missing many plain and precious parts. And that's believe Joseph Smith, he was a founder of the Mormon Church, the Church of Latter-day Saints. That's how he was able to do it. Deceive millions to, because he got them to believe in his words, the Bible is missing many plain and precious parts. So he's like this. Let me add a book called the Book of Mormon. And now, and now this, is, it, this is, it's one of those things. Now, again, it, they may like knock on your door, ring your doorbell. And some of you are like, you ducking and you like, you like, you, you hide behind the couch hoping they didn't see you move in the window and whatever. But man, when that happens, man, when my doorbell rings and now they're, they're doing it on Facebook, they're having to use Facebook because of COVID and different things. And so they're sending Facebook requests. I've had several Facebook requests, uh, friend requests from, from Latter-day Saints out, again, trying to share what they believe. And again, they have their good intentions and good hearts and there are a lot of great people that are doing this, but they're deceived. And man, and, and it's, it's sad to me because again, they'll have that conversation and I love it I welcome those conversations like the doorbell rings I'm like man I jump up off the couch and, and I'm, I'm like going I'm make sure I got clothes on first and then I'm like I go to the door and I'm like man hey how you doing and I just start talking to them and I'm not out there to like blast them and prove them wrong that's not my heart I mean because again I have the truth of God's word I have the hope of Christ, and it's in his word. And so I'll start even telling them. I usually will share that passage. I'll say, you know, well, man, you know, Jesus said this, heaven and earth passes pass away, but, man, his words will no being pass away. So it's not missing any pretty and precious parts. Well, that, well, we think that I saw, I know Joseph, Joseph Smith, the founder of that, said this, and I'm like, who, who are we going to believe, Joseph or Jesus? 
Who are we going to trust? And so I believe this, and this is what's happening. It's happening in churches today who still use that name at the end of their, their title and put church at the end of it, who are saying today that the Bible is not true, it's not an error, it is not accurate, it's not an infallible word of God. And the moment we do that, we get to decide. What's right and wrong? And so again, we believe it. When we say the Bible, that's what we believe. It's true. And God wrote it. It's his word to us. Secondly, we believe this, man. It holds for us the words to eternal life. Man, it holds for us the words to eternal life. I'm like every week, man, dig it into it. Wednesdays, man, going into the Word, making Jesus known at every level in our kids' ministry, our youth ministry, our student ministry, throughout. Because, man, we go to this. It holds the words to eternal life. Man, this is not all there is, folks. Thank you, God. Amen. There's more. Amen. And in this Bible, it holds the words to eternal life. And it's the keys of the kingdom of God. Man, there, there are things that God has for us. There are things that we want to access that God, the promises of God we were singing about. Man, there are things, and it is the word of God who will do this for us. It is the word of God that will unlock the key, those, those, the promises in the kingdom for us. And so we must go to, we must use it, we must speak that. We must declare the word of God. It's amazing. We, we get our prayer team as much as, as possible, as, you know, as much as they can. Hear from the Holy Spirit and pray the word of God over the need they're praying for. It's, it's why, why would you do that, Pastor? Why? But you know, we, we do it because, man, God has put his word on assignment. Do you understand? He put his word on assignment. So again, my words, I could say something, man, and, and maybe nothing ever happened. But man, when I say what he says, when I start declaring what he declared, when I start speaking forth that word, when we start coming over here and start laying hands on someone and praying that man by God's stripes, by Jesus' stripes, who were on the who was on the cross, by those stripes were healed. Wait a minute. No, no, not by Terry, not by you. No, listen, by Jesus' stripes, healed. Amen. He took the infirmity. We start declaring Matthew 8, 17. He bore sickness and disease. We start saying those things because it's what he says. And I love it, man. He's put his word on assignment. And this is what's true, man. Try it. Watch what he does. He said this. Isaiah 55 prophesied, said this. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. Again, those prophetic words given by the Holy Spirit through man. He says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. Capital M. God declaring this. He said, it shall not return to me void. It will not, it shall not, cannot, will not return to me, but it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Amen. I love that. And it's amazing, man. And it is the key. The word of God is the key that's going to unlock the promises of God in your life. And it's, it's amazing. I'll sit down with somebody, you know, who's going through a tough time. And, you know, I'm like, you know, then I have to remember and remind myself, you're a pastor. All right, you're a pastor. You gotta be pastoral when you do this. And so, and so in our conversation, somebody's struggling, man. We pray with them, we encourage them. We, we're really big on man, like building relationships, community, getting in faith groups, being a part of I mean, it's just all that's so valuable. But what happens most of the time when I sit down with someone and start talking to them about a situation they're going through, I'm I'm all usually gonna say, Man, have you been praying about this? You've been praying about it? And then I'm always going to kind of bag it on up. Man, have you been in the Word? 
I can tell by the look in her eye. Amen. I can tell. And, 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 it's, and it's, it's true. We haven't been, and we haven't been unlocking the things that God has. Or we get out of the word of God and we start seeing those things locked back up. And it's wild because, man, I had access into that before. You was declaring God's word in that area before. You were speaking those things. People are like, man, are y'all a word of faith, church? I'm like, yeah, man, we believe, man. We have, we have all faith in every word of the Bible. So, yeah, we're a word of faith, church, man. Are y'all, we're a Bible church. We believe all of this to be true. Why? Because, man, it's the Bible because he said it. Our opening text, Paul is saying these words. He's declaring that, man, all Scripture is given. 2 Timothy 3, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. So our theology, our, our belief system is based off the word. It's based off what it says. For reproof, for rebuke, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Do you understand this, man? God has a work for you to do. He has a plan and a purpose for you. You'll discover that later on in one of our whys. But man, it's so important that you understand it's the word of God that's going to complete that. It's going to release that. It's going to unlock. Man, it's going to unlock somebody like, man, there's so many things that God has for you. And he wants you to start speaking the word over that and start declaring those things. And watch what he will do. I love it, man. It's beautiful. And we trust and we stand on it. It is the keys to eternal life for us. Thirdly, this, the Bible shows us God's principles and standards for living. Mm. Now listen, God's word shows us the principles and the standards for living. So, so I can't do this. I can't believe something and then go find a Bible verse to back up what I believe. All right. We've probably all done it, man. You know, we, was like, we believe something, so we're going to Google it, and we're going to find it, and then we're going to share it. Amen. And there's ways you can learn and grow that way. But we can't do this. We can't now do this. Have a belief system, something we choose to be true, right or wrong belief system that we have, and then go try to pull something out to back that up. The opposite must take place. We do this. We look at what the Scripture says. And we have our belief system based off of that book. I love it. I've had people ask me, like, Pastor, you know, what do you think about so-and-so? And I'm like, well, you know, the Bible says so-and-so, whatever. You know, whatever, throw it out there. Well, what do you think? Don't matter. Does you? They're like, well, what do you, you think? It don't matter what I think. None of that matters what I think. That, that's what the Word of God says. And so, again, we trust it. We go to it. So our belief system is based off. Why? Because, man, it's in that book. It's, it's in His Word that is life for us. It's power for us. I love Hebrews 4.12. And I'm giving you a lot of Scripture today because this is titled, Why the Bible? Um, for, for the Word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joy and morrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. You start reading the Bible, man, and it start revealing things about your heart. It'll start showing you things about your mind and your thought life. It is so beautiful what we see here, and I love it. I mean, and it's, and it's, it's why we go to it weekly. It's why we study it in so many ways. It's why we encourage, like, man, every, every day you need to go into the Word of God, man. Read the Bible. Learn what it says because it's amazing. Have you ever done this? Like, read a passage in, out of the Scriptures. Read a verse from the Bible. And, like, man, you read that verse, man, and you get fired up. 
Can I man that like God reveals something to you? He shows you something. It's beautiful. It's like a promise of God being highlighted in your heart about who God is or, or what he has for you. And you're like, man, that's incredible. You stand on it, man. You, you, man, you put everything in that. It's incredible. And then you're later on reading that verse, and it's like something else hits you. Now, it doesn't mean you was wrong the first time. I don't believe that. I believe it's living and it's active and it's powerful. So again, we see that he's speaking to us in those moments. And as we go to and learn and read the word of God, listen, it's more than a a textbook. It's more than a history book for us. And it's not what I thought it was for a long time, a list of what not to do. Come on. That's, That's how I read it. I was like, man, reading what not to do, what not to do. And, and again, there are things in Scripture that we're warned about. You know what we should do with those things we're warned about? Not do them. Come on. Hey, man. I, I was taught heavy on growing up, man. The church I grew up in, great church. People love Jesus, and they're awesome. But, man, I, I was taught heavily about what not to do. And, man, I've learned, man, when I did those things, bad stuff happened. I was like, man, that was good. But, man, there's more to it. It's not just what you're not to do. It's in this word, man, that we find what to do, what we can have, who we can know, man, all of the things that God has for us. So I started reading the Bible differently. I started reading not just, well, don't do this, but man, what is he saying to me? What is he speaking into my heart? What can I learn from this? Some of you are like, man, the enemy has gotten you to believe, man, you'll never have a great marriage. I mean, like, man, that, start reading the Bible. Find out what God's plan is for your, for your marriage. Start declaring that. Some of you like, man, have no hope. You have like no existence. You don't know why you're here. Start reading this book. Find out what he says. And in this, this is the, the best part. You get to know God. Man, you get to know more about him. I love it. Charles Spurgeon, I quoted him last week because he's a bad man. All right, Charles Spurgeon said this, visit many good books, but live in the Bible. Live in the Bible. That's where our life is now. That's where our hope is in. It's in him. Psalm 119, says this, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. Man, I, I, that passage is so cool. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And this is why this is so important because you're seeing something there so critical. You're seeing the short-term plan of God revealed in your heart as well as the future promises that God has. Do you hear that? And so again, it's, it's, it is his word. It's a, it's a lamp unto my feet. Like you look down right now, your feet, the closest thing to you. I mean, again, he says that the Bible, this word, what he says, your, his word is a lamp unto my feet. I mean, like, it's, it's wild because, man, a lot of times there's a lot of people that are tripping up and they're continually falling this ain't judgment. This is just the truth because I've done it, been there. Man, and you'll see it happen. Man, the word is a lamp unto my feet. And then, man, and, and, and as a result of me not having the word of God active in my life, man, I trip up and miss it. Am I, and have you ever, like, man, hit your pinky toe? Am I the only one who calls it pinky toe, bro? I mean, a pinky toe, that's what you call it. Little one on the right, man, this little piggy. That little piggy, the little wee one who went wee, wee, wee. You ever hit that one? Man, I mean, that chunk hurts. And man, what was happening is if I'd have used my lamp, my light, my, my, my phone as I do a lot of times, if I'd have had the light on, I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have messed up. And the lamp is it's every step from the Word of God, every step in our life is His Word that illuminates it. 
But I love this. He doesn't just stop in the immediate. I love it. He goes on. He said, man, it is a light into my path. The path is what's out there for you. The path is revealed and released. And the promise is some of you are like, man, it's so dark right now. Man, shine God's word over it. Start declaring what he says about you. And man, you watch things begin to brighten up. You watch, man, as you start declaring the word of God, you'll start seeing things. Man, what was once dark, God begins to illuminate. And you start looking ahead and you're like, man, he has that for me? Come on, he has that promise for me? That's available for me? I'm going to just keep taking every step down this path till I get to what God has for me. And so I love it. It's beautiful. And we know this about God's word. We look at it and we trust it and we, we believe the promises are found in it. I had someone very close to me, a close family member I loved dearly, and they were praying about something, a a life decision, a career path, and again, making changes and making decisions. And I was like, man, you need to do this. You need to pray. You need to to ask God to show you, speak to your heart. And then, man, I just started giving them some verses. That means about the peace of God, about letting that be the guide for them. Just a simple verse out out of Colossians, just shared that passage with them. And when they went back, they began to pray, began to open up, declare that word. And they came back and they said, man, now I'm, I'm making this choice and this decision. And I'm like, man, look back and they had a perfect peace about it. Why? Because, man, they went to his word. They stood on his promises. And, man, they went to him in prayer. They listened to God. And this is what we know. What he says to us will never contradict his word. Amen. Never. I've had people like, Pastor, I got a word about this or got that. And I'm like, I feel like God's saying this. I'm like, well, you know, the Bible says that part. You know, this, about that. I'm like, I didn't know that. And so I love it. It's beautiful. And we say, no, I'm going to bring my, what I think, underneath what he says. And this is what's cool. What he says is better than what you thought. Come on. Amen. What he says is better than what you think. So again, all the word is good. All of it's true. Fourth and finally, this is good. The Bible is spiritual food that sustains us in all circumstances. The Bible is spiritual food that sustains us in all circumstances. So I don't just read the part that bless me. I read the parts that bless him. All right? And then I find out, bless him. He ends up blessing me. Amen? You watch what he does. So, again, it's, it's what strengthens us. And I don't know about you. I love to eat. Come on. Eating's a gift from God. Amen? And when he calls me to fast, I'm like, man, I'm missing out on that gift right now, but I know what I'm going to get is better. Hey, Amen. I know I trust you in that. But I love to eat, man. It's a good thing, you know. But, man, this is what, what happens for us. Our strength and our spiritual walk comes from what we partake of at the table of God. Hey, man, the strength, the strength for our spiritual life comes from what we partake of at the table of God. When we open up his word, when we begin to read and study it, and it, it brings strength to us. And what I found is a lot of those people that I'm meeting with, I'm talking to, they're like, man, I'm weak in this area. I'm like, man, start, start praying about it. Start declaring God's word over it. We're going to stand with you. We're going to agree with you. But I want you to start saying it yourself. Has someone was praying with their 9 a.m. service, and they're like, man, can you pray for me? I said, yeah, and I pray for them. And then I got them to start declaring. I got them to start speaking it full from their mouth. I mean, what God was saying about them, man. And it's beautiful what God does in those moments. Because he said this, Romans 10, 17. He says, so then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And so this is what we believe. Man, that the strength that God has for us, the, 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 the hope that we need in every circumstance, 
in every situation is found in the Bible. It's found in what he says, all, all of it. And I love it. It's just it's beautiful. We, we never, man, in any way, man, we'll, we'll never be able to get rid of the sin struggles in our life. The, the, we're missing it, falling, man, until we start digging into the word and start finding hope in that, man, and watch what it does. It changes our mindset. It changes what we think. I've done it. I've gotten a place where I've started saying and declaring my thoughts instead of his. Come on. And, and I'm telling you, you start saying what he says about you. But the Bible itself, man, this is not something that just about I'm giving you is just information. There has to be a moment in your life and you look back where the information becomes a revelation for you. And he has revealed himself to you. And this is what I love, man. This is like one of the greatest things that about the Bible. And this is so cool, man, is that, listen, you can know the author personally. Come on, man. You can know the author of the Bible personally. I mean, again, you're not just, again, reading about him, something he said. You can spend time with the one who wrote it. And I love it, man. And I've had, I mean, I've thought about, man, those times when I get to heaven and, man, we'll sit down with Paul and we're going to have conversations, how cool that's going to be. But, man, we don't have to wait to heaven to talk to the one who wrote it. Who the one who it came from. And man, this is what he says. That Man, I love it. We can know him personally. The one who wrote the bestseller. It's incredible. We have a great author in our church, Pastor Harry Ramey. He's, he's written, I think, five books. We're about to have a fifth one come out, man. And it's, he's finishing up the writings on it. And what's cool is, and I love it. I think it's like, you know, I love name dropping, man. You know, it makes you feel important, you know. And I'm like, I know Pastor Harry Ramey. Yeah, he's wrote five books, you know. I mean, him... We go out and have lunch, you know, and we, we know each other. You know what I'm talking about. I know him. And that's cool. But I know the one who wrote the Bible. Do you? Do you? Do you know him personally? I love this. And this is so beautiful. And this is what God's word does for us. Psalm 107, 20 of the last passage says that he sent his word and healed them. Sometimes we think that's just physical. And the healing that we need is far, far deeper than just a, a, a physical need. I love it, and we see God do it. We see him heal here regularly. He's just good like that. And I love it. But, man, there are healings that must take place in so many ways in our life. And he said he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Listen, the things that the enemy has for you, the path that the enemy has laid, the things that are out there to try to destroy you, man, God has life for that. God has hope for that. He has healing for you. And I'm going to ask you if you would to stand with me, please. And, and if you would, just, just right there where you're standing. I want you just to take a moment, if you would, just, just simply bow your heads and just close your eyes. And we just do this for this reason. We do this because, man, we want to shut everything else out. And just ask the Holy Spirit what he's saying to you today through his word. What is he saying to you today through his word? Hmm. And I love it. We were declaring it earlier that nothing compares to his promises. Oh, man, do you know what all he says in his word for you? Do you understand, man, why all that he has available for you? 
an area of struggle, man. Maybe it's an addiction. Maybe it's a stronghold in your life. Maybe it's a cycle that you're, you're falling back to, man. The promise of God is not for you to stay there. The promise of God is for you to be free, indeed free from everything in your life. So listen, this is what God's word says about you. I believe this, man. If, if there's a physical attack on your body, I mean, Eric was declaring this earlier, man. We stand on the promises of God, amen. And so we do this. We trust what he says. Pastor, like, oh, I'm just, it's a natural thing. My body's this or whatever. Listen, I declare God's word over you. Come on, I declare God's promises over you. Amen. That we walk in and experience the fullness and the healing of God, everything that he has. And how's that come? He sent his word and it healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. The greatest destruction in your life is separation from God throughout all eternity. And he said he sent his word to heal them. And if you go back to John chapter one, you'll see that the word became flesh and dwelled among us in the person of Jesus. <laughs> Amen. That is the word of God. And he became flesh for us and Jesus came to this earth for us. And the greatest destruction, listen, in your life is separation from him, but he sent his word to heal you. Today, if you need healing, listen, from separation from him for all eternity, you may need healing in your body. You need strength in a situation. You feel weak, whatever it is. Listen, right now, heads are bowed, eyes are closed. Listen today, if you just need hope from God, just restored in your life. As we read today, listen, that faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. The word's just kind of restoring faith back in you about a situation, whatever it may be. Just right where you're at. Can you just do this? Can you let me know? Listen, heads are bowed, eyes are closed. Can you just can't you let me know? Pastor, pray for me. You're speaking to me right now. This word has spoken into my heart right now. Would you just do this right where you're standing? Just lift up your hand to the Lord right now, high as you can get it. Yeah, I see that. It's okay. Yeah, a lot of hands going up. Good, 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 good. That's why we're here. That's why the Bible, because it brings us all we need. Come on, he's him. It's through him. Who else can just lift it up? Man, God bless you. God bless you. Man, we, we, I just want to pray over you. I want to pray over you. And I just want to just release God's blessings over you. But I want to do this also. In just a moment, man, during this last song as a worship team song, a lot of hands went up. We'd love to also do this. We would love to pray with you as a body, as a corporate body, as a family, agree with you and declare God's word over you. And so again, if, if you if you, if you like, listen, as they get ready to sing this song, I want to invite you to come, but I want to pray for you first. And just want to just do this today. Just, just, just bow your heads and close your eyes. And if you lifted up your hand right now, just get ready to receive what God has for you. Well, you, you did that in faith. You lifted that up in faith. Faith came to you by the word today. It, it gave you the faith and hope even to lift up the hand right now. But right now, listen, he wants to do more than that for you. He wants to come in. He wants to bring healing from every situation, deliverance from every destruction, and hope into your situation right now. So, Father, I thank you today for hands that were raised. Just signifying today, Lord, that you're speaking to their heart. You're speaking to their life. God, I thank you for them right now. I thank you for just the obedience, Lord, just the willingness and the openness today to just lift up their hand to you, to just as a show of sign of surrender, God, to put hope in you today, to put faith in you, Father. And so, Father, today I just declare your healing touch over them. Yes, strengthen where things are weak, God. Shine light where there's darkness right now, Father. You open up the path to them today for what lies ahead, God. And I just thank you, Lord, for the simple faith that rises up in our heart as we hear your word today. And Father, I thank you for the simple faith today, Lord, that moves mountains in our life. 
And so, God, we just release today, Father, over this, over this house, over all those watching right now, God. Lord, your power, your word today over them. Speak to their heart. Confirm it through your Bible and through your holy word. God, we thank you for it today. As the worship team begins to minister in song right now, listen, as they begin to just minister in song, they're just going to release something in the atmosphere. And, man, just the Spirit of God is just here, and the presence of God is here to move in our hearts and life. Listen, if you lifted up your hand, why not do this? Why not take a step, have someone pray with you and agree with you also? And so listen, if you need prayer, listen, you can come. Our prayer team will come. You're not going to be by yourself. And as they do that right now, if you need prayer for any reason, you're welcome to be a part of this time. But I hope that you'll do this. If you don't need to have a prayer need in your life right now, just do this right now. Just spend these few moments in thanksgiving to God's promises and thanksgiving for his word and begin to access, begin to release right now in your heart and in your life, all the things that God has for you. Yeah, amen. Just come, just come. Anybody need prayer? You need prayer? Yeah, just come. Prayer team, help this out. Thank you. So Father, right now, we just thank you for what you're gonna do. So just release the Spirit of God in this house. Just begin to come. If you need prayer for any reason, any reason at all, altars are open. If you wanna just talk to someone about just surrendering your life, everything over to God, we wanna do that with you. We wanna celebrate what God's doing. So let's just move into God's right now. Move in God. Thanks again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you. If you need prayer, would like to support this ministry through your financial giving, or just want to learn more about Faith Renewed, please stop by faithrenewed.org.